0: Can you imagine what the world would be like without the arts?
1: Things like music and architecture,
0: cinema and theater,
1: and so much more.
0: No? Well, neither can we. I'm Faith.
1: And I'm Christopher Ring.
0: And this is our podcast, Ringing Ringing Out Out the the Arts.
1: Stay tuned and be on the lookout for new episodes on the second Monday of every month at anchor.fm forward slash ringing out the arts or on your favorite podcast service.
0: And don't forget to subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode.
1: Thanks so much for tuning in. What is an artist? Is it simply one who creates? Or is it more specific than that? Would you consider all architecture art? If not all... What exactly makes certain types of architecture art? What about AI-created works, such as those made by OpenAI's DALI engine? In this episode, we'll be exploring the concept of an artist and the various forms of art that they create. From painting and drawing to music and dance, art is a diverse and multifaceted field that has the power to inspire, entertain, communicate, and engage us in new ways of thinking and feeling. Many people have tried their best to define the terms art and artist throughout history, but can those words truly be confined to a concrete definition? Please sit back, relax, and join us as we delve into the world of art and attempt to discover what makes an artist. Hey everyone, welcome back, and thanks for listening to our first official episode of Ringing Out the Arts.
0: Ah, I can't believe it's our first real episode. This is so exciting. And we figured that for the very first one, it would be really fitting to talk about what is an artist.
1: I am so excited to dive into this topic with you today, Uh, and I have to say the research on this one really challenged a lot of my beliefs about what can really be considered art.
0: So, Christopher, to you, what is an artist? How would you classify
1: one? Well, first of all, I think it's important that we define the word art. In the classical world, the arts were placed into seven general categories. Architecture, sculpting, painting, literature, music, performing, and theater. Today, theater would include cinema as well. In the modern world, these categories have grown less concrete as artists have innovated new means of expression over time. During my research I came across a book called What is Art by famous Russian author Leo Tolstoy in which he defines art as, quote, an expression of a feeling or experience in such a way that the audience to whom the art is directed can share that feeling or experience, end quote. According to this definition, anything can be art so long as it's being made with the intention of communicating a feeling or experience. Of course, this is one man's definition, and by no means the end-all be-all of art-defining literature, but I think it's a good starting place for our discussion today.
0: Definitely. Throughout history, humans have used external creations to communicate. Early hominids used ochre to paint animals and scenes from daily life that were likely used as a way to tell stories and teach younger generations about the world. In many cultures, music, dance and visual arts have been used to celebrate important events, convey spiritual beliefs, and mourn the loss of loved ones. In more recent times, art has been used as a form of social and political commentary, with artists using their work to highlight issues and spark change. From ancient theater performances to modern concerts, art has the ability to engage and captivate audiences, creating a shared experience that can bring people together and foster a sense of community, or conversely, divide them and create a sense of conflict.
1: I think that's a really important point to make. Art isn't explicitly good or bad, at least not in my view, it just is. Whatever it represents is up to the artist that created it, as well as what it might represent to the person consuming said artwork. For example, when I performed Karl Maria von Weber's Romance for Trombone in college, I like to imagine my grandpa moving through the various stages of his life. Of course, this wasn't necessarily Weber's intention when writing the piece back in 1811, but the overarching emotions being portrayed remain generally the same. I guess by my definition, one might consider an artist to be someone who intentionally creates things in order to communicate stories, emotions, or concepts. As our world continues to diversify and individuals continue to create new things, the concept of art and artistry changes. It's very fluid, as is humanity. Recently, there's been a very interesting development in the art world, artificial intelligence.
0: On January 5th, 2021, software developers at the American company OpenAI revealed DALI, an open-source, prompt-based art creation system. Take any idea or combination of various ideas and Dolly will use its 12 million parameter database of visual art to create a more or less unique composition based on your request. It's all really interesting, but this once again raises the question, are the images created by Dolly considered art? And if so, who's the artist? Is it you? Is it Dolly? Or the creators of the original source material?
1: While AI art is another topic we'll dive further into in a future episode, that's an important topic to bring up, and it's present in other types of art as well. At the 2019 Ars Electronica Festival, the Bruckner Orchestra performed Gustav Mahler's 10th Symphony. Most people might ask, well, what's so special about that? Well, Mahler died before he was ever able to complete the work. Assisted by an artificially intelligent algorithm, Ali Necrong, key researcher at the Ars Electronica Future Lab, completed the piece posthumously using a database of Mahler's previous work, as well as other compositional parameters, like the main theme of the first movement, completed by the composer. Here's a short clip of that piece.
0: amazing, right? If you're familiar with Mahler's works, the similarity to his real writing is almost uncanny. Unfortunately, however, it isn't any person's individual creation. Based on Mahler's work, the AI generated a piano sketch from which Nekrong's faithfully orchestrated Mahler Unfinished. Gustav Mahler's music, especially his symphonic works, are notoriously rich with emotion, tone, and text painting, and are representative of the world he lived in, one equally full of beauty and horror.
1: While AI-generated music hasn't quite reached the mainstream, it certainly poses a real threat for future artists. If an AI tool is used to create a work of art, who should be credited as the artist? Is it the person who programmed the AI, or is it the AI itself? Furthermore, it does not have the same emotional and intellectual depth as works created by humans, which is central to our acting definition of art. This question raises broader questions about the role of AI in society and the extent to which it should be considered a creative agent in its own right, or more commonly, whether or not it should be considered an artist.
0: I wish I had an answer to those questions. But it's definitely becoming a more controversial topic, and I can't wait to hear where those conversations go. So, here's something that's been recently brought to my attention and has created a lot of controversy in my arts management circle. The United States Bureau of Labor Statistics occupation list for Sector 71 on the arts, entertainment, and recreation lists out several of the occupations you would expect to see, such as fine artists, DJs, lighting technicians, etc. But the one that seemed to be the most striking was athletes, coaches, umpires, and related workers. Christopher, have you ever thought of athletes to be artists?
1: Yes, I absolutely have thought about this. Uh, You know, many people consider sports to be a form of artistic expression. Athletes use their physical skills and abilities to perform and compete at an extremely high level. Uh, The way athletes train, compete, and present themselves can also be seen as a form of art, and it requires so much dedication, discipline, and a certain level of creativity. On top of that, um, in fiscal year 2021, the NCAA generated over $1.16 billion in revenue, uh, which is huge and just goes to show how important athletics are in the entertainment industry.
0: If we go back to this definition, anything can be art so long as it's made with the intention of communicating a feeling or experience. I think that athletics fit right into that category. They communicate feelings and they share experiences with the people that watch them.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think that especially in the United States, athletics have become such an important part of the entertainment industry. It's undeniable that to a certain degree, televised athletes are trained in entertainment. Um, They could be considered artists in that way, and definitely are, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Not to mention the fact that, especially in recent years, many athletes have chosen to use their platform to spread various political and moral messages, um, which, according to our definition, is part of the trademark of being an artist.
0: Overall, I think that Tolstoy was on the right track whenever he attempted to define what art is. Regardless of society's perception of art, it has been used throughout history as a means of communication for both simple and complex concepts. Today there are so many ways to make art and so many ways to be an artist.
1: I think you're right on the money, Faith. As an arts educator, I firmly believe that anyone can be an artist in some capacity. Artist status isn't some out-of-reach goal that only the well-off can get to, because art is whatever you make it. Of course, there are different types of art, and in fact, there's a type for everyone. For some, it's Sun Yan and Peng Yu's Can't Help Myself displayed in Venice, which, by the way, is very interesting and caused quite a stir on the internet lately. I highly recommend checking it out. For others, it might be Gustav Mahler's symphonic works. That's the beauty of this whole thing. And my final point, it's up to you. Art is what you make it. And if you aspire to be an artist, you need only bring some kind of message or story and a way to tell it.
0: Well, everyone, we might not have definitively answered the question, what is an artist? But hopefully this discussion has piqued your interest so that whenever you go out into the world, maybe you'll see art and artists that you haven't seen before. Or, better yet, maybe you'll find a way to create your own art. You can be an artist.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to hear more discussions like this, please leave a five-star review and don't forget to subscribe. This episode featured a performance of Mahler Symphony No. 2, Movement 4 by the Vienna Philharmonic. Romance by Karl-Maria von Weber, performed by Christian Lindbergh. Mahler Unfinished, performed by the Bruckner Orchestra. And Claire de Lune, composed by Claude Debussy and performed by Roxanne Alfashy.